A poor girl's guide to staying alive. Welcome back to Poor Girl's Guide to Staying Alive. Um, it's been like two months, but we're back. Yeah, two long ass months, but we'd be busy, bro. <laughs> but we're back. Since we've been gone so long, we decided to bring in a very special guest host and very dear friend of ours, Mr. Keyshawn Jackson. All right, Keyshawn, introduce yourself, please. <laughs> Like, fully introduce myself? Yeah, fully like, introduce like my birthday, where I was born. Yeah, just everything about yourself. We want our viewers to know <laughs> no, I won't Keyshawn do all Jackson that. is. Okay, make sure no one is talking you off in this though. Got you. Yes, my name is Keyshawn Jackson. I'm very excited to be a part of this podcast, and I can't wait to dive into this conversation that I was about to have. So, today's episode is going to be about life's unknowns, basically, meaning when you don't know what's going to be happening in your life. Um, because with the writer's strike going on, the show that we were currently working on consistently, just been put on pause. So our cheeks have been annihilated for the time <laughs> being. All right. Keyshawn, what do you have to say about this? Uh, lost the words, you know. <laughs> because of this writer's strike, it put a lot of people out of work. So, you know, we trying to scramble and find some work. Now, Keyshawn, I know that the audience already kind of knows us, but they don't know you. So how do you get through, as Keyshawn Jackson, life's unknowns? Yes, I'm sorry. I had a whole bunch of crickets in my head. But, you know, first and foremost, you know, it's just take it day by day. You know, take one day at a time. Try not to overthink, you know, the problem and situation. Uh, you know, that's the only thing we can do at this, you know, point in our career um, as actors, as everybody's dealing with um, loss of work and with this writer's strike putting everybody out of uh, work. So, you know, just take it one day at a time and, you know, you just keep moving forward from there. So basically, um, the Lord has just, I don't know, made us so blessed since moving out of that wretched state of Florida that us working a nine-to-five is just too much to comprehend. Too much to comprehend. It's unfathomable. Like, you will not catch me ever doing that again. Like, actually, actually, occasionally, I have to humble myself. I am poor, and I'm the working class, so you definitely will be catching me doing a nine-to-five. But... Since we lived here, started living here, you know, beginning of March, it's just been too good. Us not even having to work a nine to five for that many months has just been too much of a privilege. And now we're having to scurry around like little swamp rats trying to pick up any little bit of work that we can because the show that we were working on is put on pause because of the riot strike, which, you know, fists up in solidarity because I love a good riot. I like a good strike. You know, we don't stand for injustice here, but also... We got money to make and work to be doing. And with all that, you know, strike shit going on, they just need to pay the damn writers so we can get back to it. You feel me? That's what I got to say. So going off of what Keyshawn and Mac was saying about not overthinking too much, because it's really easy right now to be like, shit, I'm out of work. I don't know what to do. Um, the last writer's strike in 2008, I believe, um, ended after three months. So honestly, like, we're not too far from that mark. I mean, there's no way of knowing if this is going to last longer or shorter. But in the meantime, we could be cultivating other things, like our own projects that we never have time to work on. Um, we can do that stuff now. So if you're just starting off in the industry and you were doing background, um, I guess you can start with uh, looking at table reads. You can start looking at scripts. You can start remembering your lines, you know, practicing your lines, and then going from there. Practicing uh, face expressions, body expressions, and uh, you can start looking into acting classes until everything starts back up. And then once it starts back up, then you be in the green light, you be in the go. 
dips you in the sunlight. During the writer's strike, I've been cultivating my singing, and I want you guys to all. <laughs> I'm sorry, you had to hear that. Um, yes, if you if you got free time, dance to Michael Jackson. Um, he's a very iconic uh, person. So I think what Mac was trying to say is that even though not all of you listeners are going through the same thing as us right now, doesn't mean you haven't been through your own like period in your life where maybe you're not working and you don't really know how the bills are going to get paid or things are just like not working out your way. Just take that time to rest and work on the things that actually matter. Like Paramore once said, hard times. That's what we're in right now. And then I'm really going to let Keyshawn take it away from here. Keyshawn, all you, baby. Again, I'm sorry you had to hear that. But just to piggyback on what Charlotte was talking about, um, you know, just because something stops in your life, that doesn't mean that you stop. You have to keep going, even through the hard times. I'm sorry. Five-minute break. <laughs> hard times going to make you wonder why you even try. Hard times, hard times gonna take you down and laugh when you cry. These lines and I still don't know how I even survive. As you can tell, um, this time off has given McLean a lot of time to practice her beautiful singing. Mm-hmm. So Kiki is also a Florida boy, born and raised, and he also decided to get his cheeks out of that state and uh, move to Georgia along with us. So Kiki, you wanna speak on your days in Florida? Here's the mic, Shorty. Yes, my days in Florida. Uh, I love Florida. You know, it's hot, very, very hot. You know, I miss some of my friends and family. But, you know, I came up to Georgia for acting. Uh, I started my acting career late 2019. I started doing some acting classes. And then uh, I was supposed to graduate in 2020, but COVID hit. And it messed up everything for everybody. So I couldn't graduate acting school. Um, I still continue uh, studying, uh, looking over my lines, and then I made uh, uh, the move to Georgia in late 2021. I moved in with my auntie uh, to pursue acting, and I took some acting classes up here. And uh, ever since then, I've just been doing some background work, making some connections, and uh, yeah. So I think one of the most humbling things about going through an unknown experience in your life is that you've realized that you've been through a thousand unknowns before, and if you got through it then, that you can get through it now. <clears throat> so basically, even with the strike going on, I'm not gonna lie, you know, there's been a lot of people that's gotten absolutely no work, but you know, thank God that's not me, because actually still, I've been getting a few bookings here and there, so you know, I'm pretty, I'm pretty thankful. I mean, still, it's not the same as the show we were working on, it was pretty consistent, but, Anything at this point, a quick hundy here and there, getting us through. Praise the Lord. Speaking of the Lord, be sure to say your prayers every day. You know, some people think it's weird, uh, you know, or they're, they're afraid, but you shouldn't be afraid to pray. You know, when you're praying, you're talking to the Lord, you know. There, there's no wrong way. There's no, no right way. You just, you know, talk to him, you know, and you just make that connection. I feel like everybody should make that connection. Anyways, Kiki was speaking straight facts. It's important to have faith and believe 
And it also provides like a comfort in knowing that it's gonna be okay, it's gonna be okay, it's gonna work itself out. If this has happened a thousand times before and it's worked itself out, why wouldn't it now? For example, us moving from Florida to Georgia was the most one of the most chaotic moments of my entire life. Because we literally got approved for this apartment like two days before we left the state of Florida. And we had no no plan B. Like like that was that. That was the plan. And if it didn't work, then then w- there was nothing. That, that was the only we plan. Be on yeah, we were about to be on the streets. Um, and if that worked out, then everything else will work out. It- Basically, at the end of the day, even though us as humans always want to be in control, we think that we're in control of our lives. That is actually not true. Um, at the end of the day, the being of all creation is in control of our lives and in the end it's going to work out like it's just whatever's in front of us we don't really know and it's like we're not really in control of things so if it works if it it's gonna work and it's gonna work for you or it's not gonna work and what doesn't work out wasn't for you even though you may think it does it's supposed to or like should have if I'm saying that if I'm trying to wear that correctly I think I'm making sense yeah like piggy piggybacking off of that idea like there's so many things that you try to do in your life and when something doesn't work out, like, like sometimes it's easy to just look at it face value and feel like crap in that moment. But you never know what you avoided by not getting whatever opportunity you were looking for. You never know, like, what could have happened. Um, so I, I always try to focus on what has happened and the, rea- the reality of things and then moving on from there. See, See, at the end of the day, I always, I always like to manifest things, so I like to speak things into existence. Um, and that goes hand in hand with praying. And there's one thing that Denzel Washington said. He said something about plan A and plan B. He said, plan B is behind you. So if you fall backwards, you don't know what you're falling backwards on. But if you fall forward on plan A, you know, you know what you're falling forward on and you could catch yourself and keep moving forward. So I always look towards plan A. I, I never had a plan B. I always stay focused on plan A because there is no plan B, B for me. See, I love the passion that Keyshawn had right there because how many of us in life know our purpose or know what we want to pursue, but then we don't pursue it because society tells us we can't? Nice. Like, how many of us just stick to the 9 to 5 or go back to school to get a degree or, you know, follow the traditional route? just because we're too afraid of straining from it. Like, how many opportunities do you miss just just trying to be unhappy at 50 and then having a midlife crisis? And then, you know, just like, and I'm not saying the traditional route isn't for everyone. Like, some people really enjoy that. And if it brings you happiness and fulfillment and you can provide from your family that way, then all for it. But I, I just, like, my heart grows out the people who know what they want to do and are passionate about something but are bullied by society to the extent of choosing a life that they don't want. To piggyback on what Charlie was talking about, um, when people like down you, the reason for that is because they can't see their self making it. So if they can't see their self making it, they can't see you making it. So you can't put yourself in their shoes. You got to just keep moving forward and block out what everybody say. Because at the end of the day, it's your life. You got to live it how you want it. And you know what you need to do. You know what you got to do in order for you to cross that line. And once you cross that line, you got to keep going because 
once you reach the top of a mountain, there's always another mountain bigger than that mountain. So you just got to keep going and don't listen to nobody. Keep your circle small and keep moving forward. Yeah, I agree. Honestly, what Kiki said that if they got something to say that's negative, they just hate in because at the end of the day, those type of people, it's honestly sad and pathetic because they really hate their lives that much. They feel like they should comment and fix it on yours and put you down when it's really like, it's literally your life. And also I feel like us as humans get so much in our head thinking about what other people like think and we care so much, but at the end of the day, it doesn't like nothing matters like that. So you shouldn't really care because no one else's opinions matter except for your own because it's your life. It's who you are as a person. So if you feel great and you love yourself and you love decisions that you made, then it shouldn't, you shouldn't give an F about what anyone else has to say. Cause honestly they can kiss your cheeks. I know we've said this before, but that's why it's so important who you're friends with. And if your friends are encouraging or if they are one of the voices of society, like you really have to cultivate your circle and protect your peace because that influences everything you do. So this question is for Kishan um, so that the viewers get more of an idea of you um, since you're our first co-host. So what do people misunderstand the most about you? My looks. My yeah. looks. They, they, they judge the book by its cover before they get to open it and read it. So I know the viewers can only listen to the audio, um, but what you're not seeing right now is a very attractive young man. And people assume that Kishan is an F-boy and although he may be typecast as that, as like a jock type, he's the opposite. He, <laughs> he's the opposite. Language. Yeah, so I guess I can kind of relate with Kiki. Uh, I think people either, when they look at me, think dumb blonde or I'm a bitch, but I'm neither, so I rest my case. Now, Kishan, another question that I feel like kind of goes into this week's episode is... If you could be remembered for one thing, what would it be? Hmm. Well, the first thing that comes to mind is somebody that, you know, somebody, somebody that you can come to, you know, because I feel like that's important. A lot of people deal with a lot, and they don't have to. And I feel like I can be that person that you can lay your head on and you know we can talk through a lot of things and um, I would tell it to you straight I'm not a yes man I'm not going to tell you what you want to hear I'm going to tell you what you need to hear because I'm trying to help you and better you so I want to be remembered as that person now Kiki this will be the last question and this also ties back in so what do you think the most important lesson you've learned so far this could mean like in life or in your career or just pursuing an alternative um, to what the world says? Like, what do you think has been the most important lesson you've learned in life so far? I would say believe in yourself, because for the longest, I, um, I kind of struggle with that, um, believing in myself um, as far as pursuing my career, which is acting, and I couldn't really 
believe in myself at that time because of what I was going through. But as I got older, I knew I had to overcome these obstacles that was in my way for me to pursue my career. So I would say the most important thing is just believe in yourself. Like once you believe in yourself, everything else will fall in place. That response was so beautiful that McLean is currently speechless. So I think that about wraps up the podcast. Um, thank you guys for listening. Thank you, Mr. Keyshawn Jackson, for joining us this episode. I love y'all. I love every single one of y'all. We love that support. We love the support. Um, hopefully, the next episode will be out very soon. Don't worry. It will not be a two-month hiatus. Um, so see you guys next time. Thanks for joining us. This was Poor Girls, Poor Girls Guide, Guide to, to Staying, staying alive. alive.